welcome to Mulder Was Right. We discuss conspiracy theories and alternative facts. My name is Marina, and I am joined by... Curtis. And Brendan. Hey, guys. Uh, Hello. So, it is almost my favorite holiday. Uh, Christmas? <laughs> my Christmas. Uh, um, Curtis's birthday. That, too. Curtis's birthday. That is correct. Um, not at all wrong. Uh, but it's almost Halloween, so I thought we would stray a little bit from conspiracy theories and more into our alternative facts slash. Um, is, is Halloween an alternative fact? Is it not real? No, no, we're just. <laughs> I thought it was real the whole time. We probably could do a whole episode on Halloween just because of all the alternative facts that are in there. Um, I've heard some ridiculous nonsense, like but candy is candy fake candy is <laughs> we're derailing already it has been five seconds all right um no uh monsters i want to talk about monsters oh, because monsters. it's almost yeah specifically cryptoids um which we've discussed a little bit before but is it, never is much. it cryptoid or is it cryptid why would you believe me on how anything is pronounced <laughs> <laughs> is there an o in it there's an o in it okay then Wait, it's there a i think a... there's an o in it someone confirm this i think it's French. cryptids <laughs> I've heard cryptid many times, but like sometimes people say oid with like, I think it's one of those words that could maybe go either way. It might. Yeah. Did you just, did you just personally spell it with an O and is that your evidence for it having an O? Hang on, hang on. We're going to Google this right now. Because now the more I think about it, the more I've only ever seen cryptid. Because like cryptid versus cryptoid. Oh, wow, there's a whole discussion about yeah, this. Yeah, there's a whole... Yeah, this is coming from CryptoZoo News. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Okay, well, then that's, okay. I guess, Okay, until valid. recently, there was no such formal term cryptoid. It appeared to be a mistaken word employed by those <laughs> who wish to have more properly used the correct word cryptid. So people like me <laughs> are why the word cryptoid exists. So, yeah, great. A lot of words exist like this. Yeah. We're, um, normalcy is a word that was an incorrect usage of the word normality, and wow. now normalcy is a real word. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's um, just how language goes. Funner, I believe, is probably in that category as well. Funner. What yeah. is? Funner, like more fun. Wow. Yeah, I'd say that's not a word. Yeah, well. Uh, well, okay. I bet you if you look it up, it's probably a word by now because a lot of people have said funner. Oh, I'm sure it is. There's all kinds of things. Anyway, we could talk about words all day. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of word conspiracies, but that's welcome, not what we're talking welcome about. Welcome to the word podcast, where we talk about yes. words. <laughs> all the wrong words that I use. Um, so, guys, uh, have you heard of the Black Eyed Kids? Now, I'm not saying Black Eyed Peas, because Google really thought I was trying to look up Black Eyed Peas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I've not heard of black, like, not heard of black-eyed kids. I've just, I know okay. the concept that children can have black eyes, like, from really? uh, being damaged. Being, da- do you want to, s- what kind of damage? Like, As hit in-, in the face. <laughs> You're talking about a bruise. Yeah, yeah, like, hit in the eye. That's very yeah, interesting. Like, getting bruised. Eye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, getting bruised yeah. in the eye region. Okay. Brendan, have you heard of this, black-eyed kids? Uh, No. I've heard okay. the same extent as Curtis in that kids can get black eyes. 
You specifically heard that kids can get blue? <laughs> like, he's, he says <laughs> the same. Uh, he's making. He's saying the same thing I said. Right. I'm just trying to figure out if you guys are saying this happens exclusively to kids, or you're just saying a general. No, it does not happen phenomenon. exclusively to kids. <laughs> although, although I haven't, I haven't had a black guy as an adult, so um, I don't know what that Good says. On you. Yeah. But I, but I definitely did have a black eye or two as a kid, so maybe it is just a kid thing. I. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had a black eye. Yeah, I don't think I have either. I guess I wasn't living life enough. That's yeah. Um, you guys definitely weren't. Oh no, I was. <laughs> I just never got a black eye. Um. All right. So the black-eyed kids. What are they? They are a. Did you say cryptid? Uh, say well, the word. Well. I said cryptid. Cryptid comes from, like, uh, id is, like, a suffix that's used in a lot of, like, biological yeah. words. Like, canid is the word for, like, canines. Um, yeah, yeah. Hominid is, so like, humans. So this is a cryptid. Yeah, yeah so cryptids okay. are, like, a word that, um, like, conspiracy theorists have adopted from uh, biology and have just used that same suffix, id. right. To be cryptid, as in like crypt, like confusing or it is a it, uh, a, crypt, a cryptid is a creature that only has anecdotal anecdotal evidence. So like right. Nessie yep. is a cryptid because there's no scientific evidence for it, but so many people have reported it that that's considered anecdotal evidence. Which really that has no standing. Like just yeah, to be no. clear, it's just a, what some people. But it sounds sciency, so it's kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of people just said they saw Nessie. Like right. if I said I saw an alien right now, that would be anecdotal evidence. Right. Yeah. Not that and is... not very substantial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what they are is that they are a cryptid that appears as a child, and these um, these can be very young, like uh, five or six years old, to a teenager. Um, and so they basically appear as any other teenager or child. There are reports of them wearing modern clothes, um, and by all accounts, they they seem normal physically, except they have pitch black eyes. So just like the. The eyeball itself is pitch black. Correct. The whole eyeball. The whole eyeball. Yes. Okay, so okay, so you're not talking about pupils, because I am last not. Time... Well, uh, so specifically, this is not about pupils. No, it's it's the <laughs> the entire the eye is black. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the last time that I checked, uh, pupils are pitch black. The sure. Mm-hmm. And um, so and yes. so and so as a as a child, um, yeah, I theoretically would have. I theoretically would be a black eye kid. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I am agreeing whole... with you. I am just clarifying okay. that that is not sure. what we are talking about. Correct. The entire eyeball. The entire um, eyeball. Have you ever seen like a horror movie where someone's possessed and they look up and their their eyes are just black? Yes. Yeah, that's well, what this I've is. That. That's what this is. I think um, it's mostly. I think it's. I think I've seen generally white more, but but I understand. Right, talking. you do see white more. White um, eyes, and that and that that's supposed to depict the eyes actually rolling back in the head. Correct. Whereas black is something else. Um, just like evil. Just evil, uh, and we can actually go into that a little bit more um, because there is some relation to that in the people, but 
moving on to, to so so they're kids they have black eyes anywhere from young to a teenager um and so most stories of these involve them coming in groups so it's very rare to see a black-eyed kid alone they usually have a buddy with them maybe there's like two or three um so they have some they're rolling with their crew they are they're rolling with their crew yeah. they got their their buddy um the buddy system <laughs> um so uh black-eyed children will commonly appear by hitchhiking or at a doorstep um so a lot of stories start with like i was at home it was six six in the morning um and suddenly I hear this knock um, or they're just in their car and they're at a stoplight and suddenly there's some kids knocking at their door or they're at the gas station and some kids um, come up to come up to them. So so either you're in your car or you're in your house, but either way, you're in some sort of vessel and they are asking you for help and they're saying that they're in danger. So and not necessarily in danger, um, but they could be like, hey, I'm lost. Um, can you let me in so I can use your phone or hey, I need to ride to this place I need to go see my mom or like hey, I left my money. Um, can you take me to my house? So they're just like like <clears throat> looking in the face asking for help, but they yes. have pitch black eyes Correct. And just like hey, could you give me a hand and they have yes. pitch black eyes? Correct. Okay, right. Yeah, totally I would, normal kids I would not yeah. respond well to that uh, most of these people are not responding well. These um, these people with accounts uh, with the the black eyed kids, um, so they are asking for entry. It's not just your help. You know, you can't just throw the money and drive off. They they specifically want to get in your car, or they want to get in your house, and they insist on you let them in. Um, so again, they're posing as kids that need some help, um, usually pretty reasonable help. Um, and, and people uh, t talk about being unnerved by them. Um, and it's before they notice the eyes. They just describe a feeling of dread overcoming them. <laughs> Some, something that's off. And they don't understand why, because they're just staring at these seemingly harmless kids. And eventually they realize that they have black eyes and then things tend to escalate. You. Okay. Yeah. Um, are they like vampires? Do so they have to be like welcomed inside? Great question. I was um, going to ask that. <laughs> so, so, uh, so what I described to you, they're kids. They want in. They want something. They're going to do something bad to you. So there's speculation about what these things are. Um, and so what uh, uh, people think that they might be aliens. Um, mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. Everything seems to come back to aliens. Uh, some think they are vampires, and it is because of that that you need to let me in. You need to give me permission. Yeah. <clears throat> and another one is uh, demons, and there's not just demons. Not Good a, old just demons. demons. Yeah. Um, I don't think you have to give a lot of explanation for what demons do or why. There doesn't seem to be a lot of rules for them, so maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, people describe them as just being this purely evil entity that they can't stand um and so black-eyed kids are one of my favorite cryptoids because they are so stupid they're so simple okay it's just a child there's no effort in this it's just a child with black eyes yeah like uh -huh. are they do they hurt you do they do they like they bite you they and... are gonna do something to you 
Okay. So, so we we can get into what they do later. Well, there's okay. there's there's mixed reviews. Why? Um, and hold so, on. Yes. Uh, so, why do we assume that they are there to harm you? Uh, again, it's just that sense of dread that they get. And so when you tell them no, like you can't come in or you try to get away, they get very angry and upset and insistent. And it, it, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, and so when I say accounts of black eyed children, what I'm specifically talking about is that there's a ton of stories on the internet about black eyed children. And so... This is a, a cryptid that really lives in like creepypastas and Reddit threads. Okay. Just <laughs> tons and tons of supposed personal accounts, um, which is uh, which is kind of why they're such a cool cryptid because they they really fit in that vein of um, you know uh, you can be on the internet, you can be anonymous, you don't have to back up your story at all. You can just come on and say, "Hey, this thing happened to me," um, and it's just so random that. You, there really is no way you know like like if you say I saw Bigfoot okay there must be Bigfoot in the forest but if you say I saw a kid with black eyes that could be anywhere right we could there's I I uh, am not able to make eye contact with every single child that I see so like, right. <laughs> it's possible that I've seen some black eyed children right That's true. exactly yeah um also just love the name like again lazy what does it look like it's a kid with black eyes what do we call them black eyed kids that's it yeah and it sounds like black eyed peas and people and yeah. they're popular or they were 10 years ago and, <laughs> they <yeah>. were <laughs> yeah um all right so 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 i have a couple questions here please um so so is there a reason why it always has to be like when you're like in a vessel you can't be like wandering like on the street and you just see some kids or like because they want entry okay okay so they want entry there, into something yeah there seems to be a permission element to it they okay. wanna, you need to give them permission they want to be inside a contained space with you right if they just see you walking around there you're like there's no there's no space i don't want to just they can't yeah they re- they can't really interact with that so as so, they are so as they come. so if i so if uh-huh. I am a guy walking down the street and I see Curtis with his door open talking to some some children, uh, what is what should I do? Um, do I do I see kids at the door or do I oh, or is or does it just look like Curtis is just talking to nothing to no one? Are they are they invisible to someone who is walking on the street? I think you get Curtis some help. If you well, see yeah. Him talking well, yeah. To that, no I mean, one. that's. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna get Curtis some help, but how do I help him? Can I? Can I see him talking to somebody, or do I just see him talking to children? In which I'm not really so, gonna freak yeah, out. Yeah. So again, these are. This is a cryptid that lives on the internet, primarily in these creepypastas and Reddit threads. They have a few lines that connect them, which is that like that sense of unease when you see them and asking for permission. But there's not a lot of hard and fast rules because it's it's really just who's ever sitting down and type, typing up what happened to them. Right. Um, I have a question. So if they, yeah. they like being in like a space, like a house or a car, if, if they come up to my car, 
Can mm. I just get out of my car and then close the door and walk away? And then suddenly I'm a pedestrian and now they're no longer interested in me because I'm not in a space. Um, so most people are so terrified that they just want to drive away from them, uh-huh. which does work. You can't just drive. <laughs> like, that's, that's most people's method of dealing with it. Is <laughs> they just drive away really fast. And then I drove away. <laughs> and, and then we'll talk about seeing them like later on like a street corner or something like watching them. But like, that's really, you just, same thing with like if they're at your house. Well, if I leave my house, am I safe? Uh, most people just don't let them in. Will they go into my house if, if I leave? let them in. I don't but, know. But like, will they like it now that I'm gone? I don't. I don't know. Are they just, probably go. So are go, they just like architecture they, students? They don't, that no, really no, they don't like, want your thing. Um, so we're gonna. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna skip ahead to a woman who claimed to let the black children into her house. Ooh. The black-eyed children. The black-eyed children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't think that they're they... they're, they're also called um, uh, B E K's. BEKs. We're just going to call them that okay. from now on. <laughs> yeah, so we don't want to do slip up again. and then accidentally refer negatively as black children. So. So. <laughs> or eyed children. Eyed. Those just... kids with eyes. <laughs> um, so this was posted by Greg uh, Newkirk on Week and Weird in 2016. Uh, the premise of this was that a woman emailed him her account and she wanted him to post it for the sake of warning other people. Um, and so basically her story is that around 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, there was a knock at the door her and her husband went to answer it and there were two children waiting at the doorstep um she 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 says that she figures because it was so late at night i think it was like the middle of winter um her natural inclination should have been to to take them in and surely there was an accident or something there's some reason why these kids are here but her instincts were immediately telling her not to bring them in Right. Which, which again, in itself tells her that something is wrong because she would normally never feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she says, uh, they, they brought in the kids. Uh, the kids were acting kind of weird. They just, um, when, when asked where their parents were, they kept saying, they'll be here soon. And that was all that they would say. Yeah, it's ominous. Yeah, I would not like that. It, by the way, they were saying this on the doorstop. They're like, where's your parents? And they said, they'll be here soon. I would be like, great, you can stay. <laughs> you yes. can stay out there. Great, stay I on the doorstep. The <laughs> it is winter. Do I'll not. get you a blanket. Right, right. but this is, a, this is a, a kindly woman with a kindly husband. These are gentle, sweet folk people that just wanted to help some kids, which is admirable. Um, and so they brought the kids in, um, and immediately kids are acting weird, not really like normal kids. Uh, their cats were hiding from them. Um, and then they, they noticed the black eyes, and at first she was worried, and then her husband said, no, those are just bruises from the accident. So what you were saying, Brendan, they just assumed the black eyes were, were bruised. They just, they just mm-hmm. had, yeah. Yeah. Even though it was like their eyeballs, and right, not, the, so her husband wasn't very eyeball. smart. Yeah, and not the skin around their eyes. Yeah, nothing that happens in this story is very right. smart. Yeah, no, there you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
if if children ask for entrance call the cops i mean um (laughs) (laughs) this halloween if a kid says can i come in your house and use your phone you say fuck no stay out there (laughs) and well i could just hand them my phone right right this is modern day you could just hand them yourself also i'll probably just let the child in because it's a child and not a demon we can talk more about that later because that is kind of related to this. Anyway, but what then um, happened? So he's trying to talk to them. They just keep saying, our parents will be here soon. Uh, there's a one specific cat in the kitchen. His name is Pigeon. He'll come up later. Um, who is hissing and very reactive. And uh, according to this um, tale, this is not normal for him. Um, the kids end up going to the bathroom and the husband's nose starts to bleed excessively. Okay. Um, and so... From the account, it says, that's when the power went out. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving, and I have never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, the boy said, our parents are here. And they walked to the door, opened it, and walked out, leaving it wide open. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got in their car, and drove off. So that was the last that they saw of the black-eyed kids. Over the next few months, their cats all went missing, except for Pigeon, the one who was uh, reactive. Yeah. Yeah. A pigeon was found in a puddle of blood on the living room floor. He looked like he had been blomp- uh, vom- <laughs> vomiting blood. The vet said it was some kind of um, hemorrhage. Okay. Husband's no the husband's nose bleeds became regular. Uh, he went to see the doctor, and he was actually diagnosed with a, with an aggressive skin cancer uh, that the doctor said was a kind of cancer linked to overuse of indoor tanning. Uh, He didn't understand how I got bad so quickly. uh, And the husband had never worked an outside um, job and spends relatively little time in the sun. They do not own tan beds. So so basically a cancer that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, since we let the black eyed kids into our house, I have also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I have had other issues, which I won't mention here. But trust me when I say that I am suddenly in the worst condition of my life and no one can do anything about it. I know that this is all because I let the black eyed children into my home. So they just gave them, uh, like, health problems. Right. Later they, on. They've basically. And made all their they cats have, die. Right. They have done something in a way that has brought death into the house. So, again, mm-hmm. it's not really about the vehicle. They just want access, and then something bad happens to you. And again, um, there are, there's a lot of variants in the stories. So, another one that I read was um, someone let the black eyed kids into their car or something like that. Um, and another person who was with her had like refused to let him into his or something. They're they're driving two separate cars. Uh, later on that day, um, she was teed by like an eighteen wheeler and died instantly. Oh, like T boned. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Blasted by the eighteen yeah, wheeler. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Right in front of him, driving down. Uh. So obviously. So they in that bring case, you like bad luck. Something like that. Bad mojo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. On a positive note, um, you know, at least, uh, at least, you know, the main story, uh, at least they lived. At least they're alive. 
you know, their lives got harder. Yeah. But uh, but there are a lot of uh, other cryptids where, like, you know, if you see this thing, you just die. So, uh, yeah, you I just mean, get murdered on the spot. They don't murder you on the spot, at least. They they themselves do not murder you. Um, and again, accounts vary. Uh, for the most part, they don't have the chance because there's this inherent sense of fear that will keep you from letting them in. Um, and so it's only the unfortunate few that ignore that fear that uh, that let them in that suffer. Um, and so this is really interesting because... Uh, I keep saying that they are a creepypasta cryptid. They are a monster that just kind of lives on the internet, kind of like Slenderman. A lot of this is input by the different people that keep adding to the canon and making their own versions. It just seems to keep growing on itself. Uh And so something that um, I noticed that's really unique in creepypastas is that it's a genre of horror that really relies on the uncanny valley. And most of those things, yes? No, go on. Most of those things um, are trying to put in some effort, like there is a dog, and now the dog's spine is slowly growing. Like okay, so inch they're by trying to day. make stuff just look a little, little off. It's they're trying to play into a deep, uh, deep primal dread. You know, it's not just there's a killer and he's going to stab you. There's like, no, there's something wrong with this picture and you don't understand it yet. Mm-hmm. And so they're really trying to work with um, a sense of unease, um, so- something freaky. You know, Smile Dog's kind of like that. It's not about the image itself, but it's about the lingering fear of what it's going to do to your mind slowly after time, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel that way about the internet a lot, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why this happens so much in creepy uh-huh. Um So the the when people say I look at the black eyed um, the black eyed kids and I get I get this fear, they're trying to play into that uncanny valley. But again, they're not really working for it. There's a I I can't say I'd I'd feel much <laughs> if I saw a kid walking down the street with totally black eyes. I would just think he had some cool contacts. I would think that, yeah. Um, right. And then if he was acting creepy, I'd still want him to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Um, if someone is wearing black-eyed contacts, they're probably acting a little creepy. Yeah. And, That's probably and just part of the, the I wouldn't package. think they were going to give me cancer, but uh, I would still not want to be around them. Right. In general, um, so what I thought was so interesting when I was reading up on the, the, the BE case is that there was a... a a moral in each tale, basically, which was do not trust strangers. And so the premise is, here's some children. They need they need your help. They're coming to you for help. And if you give it to them, you will die. And this kind of echoes what we hear nowadays. I mean, on Facebook, I remember there's been so many warnings floating around. Um, a really popular one was, uh, women, if you hear a baby crying outside your house, do not go outside and look for the baby there is a serial killer using recordings to lure women outside um and this was disproven by snoops um but there there's a lot of tales of people using children as bait to get women mm-hmm. to follow them so for example you're at a mall maybe not a mall i don't know you're in a neighborhood kid, kid comes up to you says hey i'm lost can you help me get home this is my address you take them to the address and uh, it's not their parents waiting right, for you. It's a murder dungeon. It sure, yeah. yeah. 
Um, you see, I I find that super yeah. interesting because, uh, like, you know, generally, you know, children are the people who are like the most, you know, helpless. And like, if a right. child comes to you, you know, your gut instinct is to, yeah, you know, I'll help them because, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I'm older, I'm stronger, I know better than they do. So, right. and they're asking my help. And if I want my species to live on, you know, we need to help each other and, you know, do that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why these these uh, traps, whether it's a, a mythical thing or, or a, a supposed tactic that's being used by certain kinds of people, um, it works because it's preying on that. Because, yeah, that's obvious. If a kid asks you for help, you should help the kid. But... Right. And, and I feel like... Mm-hmm. It would be extremely rare that like a kid is duped into the situation of like yeah coming to trap you, you know. You're talking about real life. Yeah, in real life. So this is so there. It's not a random kid that they grabbed and they duped. It's like a kid that they've. Yeah, sure, I know. Yeah, but like, okay. I still think it's rare. Like that, that this is actually like I don't think we so, need to actually be afraid of helping children. So. My only hesitation on saying yes or no on that is that, um, again, so so that, that post had been going around on Facebook forever. Don't go um, find the crying baby outside your house because this is a serial killer. And there, there's lots of warnings to women that float around Facebook that seem like they are well-informed and well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that it has poor intentions. It's just that it's not based on something that actually happened. So, for example, the the specific story of the crying baby and the serial killer was related to a serial killer in New Orleans that um, was killing women outside of their homes. But the baby sounds came from a different report in the area unrelated to the serial killer. They're saying, I heard a crying baby outside. Mm-hmm. And so somehow these two reports got morphed together. Okay. Hmm. So... Um, Again, I I don't know how true this is. The safest thing to do if a kid or any stranger comes asking you for some kind of help that puts you in a dangerous situation is to just call the police and have them take care of it. So if a kid says, I'm lost, take me to this strange address that you don't know, just take them to the police station and they can take the kid there. Right? And the lesson is not, do not help kids. And then the cops will die. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right, the cop can deal with that. Yeah, what if, but that's not... what if their whole plan is to just get some cops? But that's not your problem. <laughs> They're going to succeed. <laughs> Unless you are a policeman. Yeah. Right. What, if you, what do you do if you are the policeman, Marina? I, 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 think, I you, think that's a question you're going to have to ask yourself. I think that you. Uh, I'm, I think I'm you're not a policeman, and, so I don't have to ask Why do you think I that. am? I'm, Why I came from the sea. I don't know anything. I okay. think I so so I think the correct answer here is if, if is if a child comes to you and you are a policeman uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, take me to this address." Uh, oh, it's wh- your job to take you there. What you do is is that um, you basically tell backup, "Hey, I'm going yeah. to this house. I'm dropping off a kid. Uh, if your partner's yeah. there, bring them with uh, in case you know there is something that happens bad, and at least you have someone to." Uh, you know, be there in your misery, uh, and then you and then you take the kid there, and uh, you know, hope that uh, you don't I guess, die. I I guess if you're a cop, you could just shove them off on your coworker. Like you're a cop too, you take them, and then the police force can just spend forever passing off this child 
that no one ever takes home. And Excellent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's what we should do. You should also, uh, just wherever you're taking the child, just walk uh-huh. in, like, gun gun drawn. Right. Pointing at, at whoever you, you see. Mm-hmm. I, I have your child, like, pointing your gun in their face. Yeah. That, that's one way to, to be safe. <laughs> we would be terrible police. We, we are not the police for We a are reason. the furthest thing from the police. <laughs> we are the furthest thing from the police. Do not come to us with lost children. I think if I heard a baby crying outside my house, I would just snap call the police. Like, because there, there's no reason for a baby to be crying outside my house. Well, right. Well, these... I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, wouldn't you like look outside to see if you see a baby? Like, what if there's no, just like, what if I there's just like a mother, like walking her, like, like going on a walk with her child? Then that's her business. I'm not looking outside. I would call the police on her. You would call. <laughs> and, and she should know better than walking around with a crying baby, scaring me. Another thing that sounds like a crying baby is just cats. So it might just be a cat outside. Cats can sound like a crying baby, yeah. It's very annoying. They do I'd that. I'd also call the police if I saw a cat. <laughs> Resting stray cats Arresting. out here. Cats need to be arrested more often. Oh, God. Curtis has got the police on speed dial. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, so this, this, uh, this cryptid is not just a cryptid that exists. Like, it's not just something interesting, but there's actually a moral lesson in it, which is, like, Again, do not trust strangers. You have to go against your instincts and be constantly looking out for danger, which is a very depressing message for this day. And I won't say whether I, I don't I don't think it's an invalid message, but it is sad. And there yeah. is something interesting that this is what is so popular. Yeah, and I have like seen a lot of posts recently ish about like yeah, like, oh, be careful in this area. There's some dude driving around with a van, just yeah. grabbing kids, you know, and uh, like stuff like that, or or like trying to warn people of of tricks and and uh, trying to warn people not to like help people who are asking certain questions and yeah, uh, yeah, it is it is like just like sort of playing on, and I'm sure like a lot of them aren't real because they're just they're just like trying to get a post to circulate really far. Um, Maybe. Uh, and it does play on that sort of like base fear that we have. There is there is a misconception that strangers are the ones that are going to hurt you and not the people that you already know. Right. Because the reverse is what's true. Yeah, generally. And I think that's, I think like, aside from robberies, that's true for most crime. Yeah, yeah that is, so. yeah, that is correct. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know the percentage, but some large percentage of the time. Uh, we just got someone sad to more sad. It was <laughs> do not trust your own species and <laughs> don't, don't trust, trust your friends. Don't you. trust, don't trust your, your friends and trust your family. family. <laughs> I call the police every time I see my friends and family. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I want to make it clear um, that when mm-hmm. I'm you know scrolling through Facebook or on Twitter, um, I don't trust mm-hmm. anything that. Uh, it looks like somebody went on their notepad app and then typed it up and then screenshotted <laughs> it. Uh, that's a big red flag to me. Yeah. Uh, like, a... like you could have yeah, just used smart. text there. I don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That's always a little shady. Yeah. I, so I, I, I never believe any of those, and uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of those with similar, uh, similar intentions. 
You know what happens when you see a, a Facebook question, a Facebook question, a Facebook post you're not sure about? You look it up. That yeah. And see if it's true or not. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Snopes does address a lot of. Yeah. Facebook yeah. Snopes is really good at that. Um. You know that th- this was this also came up when I was reading about the story. You know that the hook, the hook story. Oh. A couple goes out. Um. They hear a tapping or something. The boyfriend leaves the car. Chick is waiting and. He doesn't come back. Okay. Okay. They find his murdered body, and okay. there's like a yeah. hook on. You know the story. No, but oh, I, okay. I now do. You just told it to me. Yeah. So. It's a very popular story, and there's a lot of different versions of it. Basically, girl is in a car. Um, there's a murderer in the city. Uh, she goes out to find her boyfriend. Boyfriend is dead, and there's some lingering hint that the killer was near her yeah so like maybe boyfriends in a tree or so i did not realize this actually was based off a real story in that two uh two teenagers drove off in the car to some local makeout hill and did not come back yep yeah they're just murdered yeah yeah Sucks. so so um and that's just to say that there's there's reasons why things how does the, get passed around because there's slivers of truth in them. How does the yeah. how does the hook relate? I it's just something creepy they can throw in. I think <laughs> <laughs> just a cool okay. accessory for the story. Yeah, I've never I've never heard that story before, but I was going to make really? uh, a bad I that all the time a bad hook re- uh, yeah. reference to like the yeah. movie. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah just look it up. Hook star. car. Yeah, hook, yeah. Google the movie. Hook. <laughs> Sorry, Robin Williams. <laughs> All right. Um, Rufio. And so, <laughs> and so, so getting back to the the BEKs, uh, I went looking, and so the the first story of them, the first time they're mentioned, comes from a journalist, Brian Bethel, uh, who's in Abilene, Texas. Um, and so right now he's currently working for the Abilene Reporter. Uh, he is still a journalist, but at this time that he wrote this account, which was in 1998, and this is the first time the BEKs lived on the internet, uh, he was specifically a newspaper spirituality columnist. All right. Okay. All right. And so, so the premise of this this post, the the interaction with the BEKs was that apparently it was recounted to colleagues in a personal email. Um, so I'm guessing also from the, the spirituality thing. Um, but basically, uh, Brian goes to a movie theater. There are some kids in the parking lot and they say, uh, so there's a little one and an older one and the older one's one that's uh, talking. And they say, we want to go see this film, but we left our money at the house. Can you help us out? And so, basically, they want to just get a ride to their house so they can get the money. Oh, I thought they were trying um, to scam him to get them to pay for their movie. No, remember, because they want to be in the car. Right, yeah. They want I his just, permission. I just thought that this real story that apparently happened <laughs> was just about kids trying to scam this guy to pay for their movie. Well, this is about the BEKs, so they well, would have the had to be like, give me your wanted, money, and they have... Maybe the BEKs just want a free movie. Maybe the movie theater. Yeah, they want to go see Maybe, maybe that the is all they wanted. Yeah. 
back in 1998. Actually, I don't know actually, what, was what out. they say that they want to see is really funny. Um, so, um, and so he says something that's really interesting. Um, so, so what the kid specifically says is, uh, my friend and I want to see the the film, but we forgot our money. We need to go to her house to get it. Want to help us out? And so this is a teenager. This is a teenager. He's in a hoodie. I think they describe like checkered pants or checkered shoes, something like that. It's incredibly modern. Um, and again, so he says that this kid could have been anywhere from from like ten to fourteen. Um, and so he says, okay. Journalists are required to talk to lots of people, and that includes children. I've seen and spoken to lots of them. This is how that usually goes. Um, m- m- mister, can I see that camera? I I won't break it or anything, I promise. Um, my dad has a camera, and he lets it hold me. He lets me hold it sometimes, I guess. And I took a picture of my dog. And uh, So basically... <laughs> the, He's saying talking to kids is not real smooth. He He's saying... He's saying this this interaction is creepy because they were talking to me too with too much confidence. And, they, and this is how kids talk. And they which didn't is the stutter. most ridiculous fucking thing I have ever heard in my whole life. Because maybe a four year old talks like that. Maybe a five year old. Yeah. This is not how I talked at fourteen. Is that how you talked at fourteen, no. girl? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> And so I just love this because it it sounds like a normal teenager is talking to him right. and he's off put. Yeah. He's instantly afraid. Yeah. Um so that that uh already this story. If this was if I was workshopping this, I would <laughs> I <laughs> You'd have a lot to add. I a would lot have a to lot say. To add. <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh, he just goes on to say that their body language and the way that they're talking, which is basically just not super awkward and nervous, is putting him off. Um, and he says, what movie were you going to see? Mortal Kombat, of course, they said. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that was, and I like that, that was a big movie that time. <laughs> I like that they, they knew it. They, you know, like, like if these are vampires or like alien, whatever, they like picked a movie. They're like, we're going to go see. They did their research. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now what's interesting and I omitted this part, but he does say that he looks at a movie poster behind them and he sees that the last showing of Mortal Kombat was playing like right then that they were like an hour into the last showing. Uh, yeah. So, so it was so another was... thing of like, this isn't okay. Yeah. So they... Um, so they unfortunately didn't do their research, is what you're saying. Yeah, right. they, they picked a move. They didn't know how clocks work. Yeah, <laughs> they had a they had a taste of movies, but they did not like that. I hope that after this happened, they went back and they watched the movie. Me, I want that yeah, for I, them. I hope that demons are all caught up on the Mortal Kombat movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Hope they're having a good time. Um. So another thing that they say, and this is after he's refusing them. He's saying, you can't come in my car. They keep asking. He's saying, no, he's getting ready to leave. Um, and so the older one says, come on, mister. We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. What? And he, <laughs> they say, we don't have a gun. And he says, the last statement scared the living hell out of me because at that point, by his tone, he was plainly saying, we don't need a gun. I like that that's how he took that sentence because if someone ever 
came up to me and said, we don't have a gun. I would say absolutely they have a gun and I need to leave. (laughs) I love the like, it's normally would hear like i've got a gun do what i say but it's really because they're like you gotta do what i say i don't have a gun yeah that definitely isn't raising any red flags right you know just walking up to a group of people hey guys i don't have a gun (laughs) the best way to immediately assure everyone in the room the that's, that's how you should the get only, That's what I totally say to all the uh, TSA agents at the airport. Don't worry, guys. Totally unarmed. No bombs, no guns, nothing to worry about here. The only time where it's it. okay to walk up to a group of people and say, I don't have a gun, would be like at some like airsoft war or something. Or like, or like you're a cop and you're like at shooting practice. Not, not I don't have a gun. No, the only yeah. time I need to can I borrow? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only times saying, when it's okay to say that. Phrase. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> correct. I'd agree with that. Um, it's kind of like, kind of like when people when you're parting from someone and they're like, "Be safe," and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. I wasn't gonna not be safe, but now I'm worried that you told me to be safe. What should I be safe I from? always say, don't have a gun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, even All if right. it's true, uh-huh. even if it's true when you just walk up to somebody and say, yeah, I don't have a gun, uh, that's information that they didn't need to know. And it puts everyone on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. By all accounts, it's not okay. Um, and so, so that's the basic story. He was in a movie, movie theater parking lot. These kids came up, asked him if they could get a ride so they could get their money to see the movie that was already playing. He's feeling a sense of dread and unease. He, by, they, they look normal aside from the black eyes. Um, but their, their tone and their presence is off-putting. Uh, he tells them they can't. They get mad and insistent. He uh, ends up driving off. Um, afterwards, he writes this account and it supposedly shares it with his colleagues. Um, by the way, there is a copyright at the end of this this email, which I thought was interesting. Like the the journalist's email to his coworker, yeah, has a copyright at the end of Correct. it. Correct. That's that so, is interesting. So the, you the, don't need to copyright right, like right, right, right. true so, reports. Of course. So the <laughs> so so apparently it was first sent in an email and then it was posted. Um, and so at the end of this post, this is copyright. But right, that's what I started oh, okay. thinking. Like why? Well, maybe the the what? post in the newspaper. No, it was posted no, no, online. No, online on like a form. Okay, that's that's weird. That's weird. Right? Well, nobody knew how the internet worked back then, so maybe they just, <laughs> just were copywriting just everything. Just copyright on everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he does. Um, I think I think he does some interesting things with that copyright. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, so this was the first post of them, and then after that, other accounts started coming in from people online um, all over the United States claiming that they, too, have seen black children, and they were sharing that um, you said some black, black children again. Fuck! <laughs> black, black-eyed children. Yes. Many reports of black children. Just, BEKs! Yeah, stick, stick to BEKs. BEKs! Um... <laughs> I actually did um, 
a, a, a search of people searching for this. Um, and they were really popular in Texas, Colorado, Utah, mm. um, which you also see a lot of accounts in. Now, maybe that's just because those areas have too much time on their hands. Um, this guy who originally posted it, again, is from Texas, so there's probably some popularity just because, you know, the first setting was there. Um, Hometown cryptic. But yeah. So someone, so this guy put it out in the world, and the world ran with it. Um, and so there's some speculation that these things have always been around, and it's just that now that people know what they're called, they can talk about them and mm-hmm. post about them. Um, and so there's been some things made about the BE case. There's actually a book that you can read called The Black-Eyed Children. Uh, this is written by David Weatherly. He supposedly went along and collected a lot of accounts of these, and he tried to find some cohesion in it. Um, and so in the revised second edition of this book, he actually interviewed Brian. And so... What he says is, in terms of what Bethel thinks the black-eyed children are, he doesn't waste any time in getting to the point. Indeed, he refers to them as a predatory species and suggests that we are the food. Bethel adds that he believes that the BEC are dangerous entities. He concludes that we have something they don't, something they desperately want. That something, Bethel suggests, is the human soul. Oh, it's not like vitamin C, something like that. <laughs> not something they could get from eating fruit. No, or... just that good soul juice. Okay. <laughs> he also suggests that they can be beaten at their own game, um, particularly as a result of their strange set of rules, such as not being able to get into a home or a vehicle unless specifically invited to do so. So maybe, Curtis, you could get away from them just by, like, running out of your house and being unable Mm -hmm. to invite them into your house. Could you maybe even just beat them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, but, Curtis, remember that, remember that one, you know, remember that one scenario where you were at your house talking to uh, BEKs and I was out walking um, yeah. I think I would call the cops if you got out of your house and started beating children oh, yeah. yeah yeah and then what if they're not BEKs and I was just beating children <laughs> uh, then you that were asking me for then help then you go to prison for a long time yeah yeah then someone then the police are again involved yeah mm-hmm. uh, um, and then and then and then you really have to make your case in court about how they were uh, definitely definitely uh <laughs> demons and not just children requesting Out for help. your soul you know it's funny that you say uh, uh demons because they refer to this as a predatory species um and this book is actually categorized under ufos and so they seem to be thinking and implying that there's some sort of alien, alien species mm. some sort of alien that wants her soul sure alien species They're or something a parasitic soul alien species mm-hmm. oh Right. That still goes against the uh, intergalactic directive uh, one. Yeah, the prime that, directive that, from Star that Trek. one. Yeah, sorry, I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> the, prime the prime directive. Prime directive from Star Trek was that they would not interfere with with native alien species and just let them do their thing. Oh, okay. Which yeah, they, they break guys... it all the time. These guys just want to eat you. Which it actually yeah. it actually doesn't apply because they came here. Yeah. Hmm. They are yeah. messing. It applies to them with for us. us. 
Um, so yeah, there. Yeah, the the predatory species thing. Um, I think goes back to what we we're talking about, like the uh, kind of being conditioned to not trust other humans. Like that seems like that would be the goal. If mm-hmm. I was a predatory species, I would want humans to not be able to trust humans, but also take advantage of the ones that do, and eat them. I mean, you are. <laughs> I'm glad that this is what you want to do, and you know what? Follow your dreams, Marina. Just so do what you think is best. So, Claire, I'm not an alien. In, I'm from this world, from the water. Yes. Uh, in today's political climate, uh, you know, now uh-huh. is the time where people are trusting each other less and less and less. Um. So yeah. So you know, maybe maybe there is uh something to take away here that um, even if they're children uh, they still could have different political views than you and uh, you should definitely (laughs) send them away because uh, fuck kids and uh, fuck uh, fuck people who don't believe in the stuff that you believe yeah that's uh... yeah (laughs) not just (laughs) I'm just kidding Um, clearly in today's political uh, you know climate we should really talk it out and uh, try and come to a compromise well, especially kids. I know I was really dumb when I was kids, in high school. Kids are pretty kids dumb. Kids don't know what they're doing. Things. Kids don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, kids, no. kids aren't as smart as, as us adults are. No. And that's something we should continuously remind them and hold over their heads. <laughs> um, unless, unless they are smarter than you, in which uh, you, should, you should do better. Or we're just doing really good at raising them. Um, but going on. Uh, so, so there's this book out that you can buy on Amazon and read. I think it's like $15. Maybe it's less than that. I don't know. Looked bad. Um, Bethel himself apparently wrote a 15-minute short film on the black-eyed children. Um, and you can watch the trailer for that on IMBD. Uh, it looks like someone in film school made it. <laughs> Great. I've seen a lot of those. I could not find... Yeah, I could not find where you could watch the whole thing. Um... But that that not quite a full minute of trailer was a uh, pretty pretty funny. If you want to go see something, okay, great. Um, there was a a another series that um, did an episode. I believe they they were either trying to do an episode or working towards doing an episode of the BE case. I don't think it ever came out, um, but it there was like a a GoFundMe for it at some point or or a Kickstarter. I think. Um, and so in addition to that, they actually, someone made a feature length film called The Black-Eyed Children, Let Me In, 2015. It has a 2.9 on IMBT. So it was obviously... Out of, out of how many? Uh, I think... Uh, Brandon, out of what's out of the scale on IMBT? Out of 10. Out of 10? Wow. Wow. That... That's pretty bad. And it's a feature film? It is a it feature film. And it was made in 2015? In 2015. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was an independent uh, B-rated horror movie. I, I'm i sure it was. Starring um, someone you didn't know okay. and uh, also someone you don't care about. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so... Uh, Bethel keeps doing things with the the BE case. You know, for the most part, he's a journalist. He seems to have a a nice, quiet life in Texas. Um, but I kept seeing his name come up again and again. Um, so he would keep commenting on things. It looked like he was doing some interviews with people. So he's very much still into the story and into its existence. Um, 
And apparently he maintains to this day that this is what happened was real. Uh, but some people, uh, specifically Brian Dunning from the Skeptoid podcast, um, did some work on the, the BE case. And what he found in addition to that post from Bethel, um, and this was made on the Usenet news group All Magic on July 30th, 1997. Um, he said on the same day, he made another lengthy post in which he discussed the childhood belief in the Bloody Mary game. Um, mm. So you know this game. Yeah, Go up to you mirror. say Bloody Mary in front of a mirror. Three times, spin and around she or something, and then she comes and she murders the fuck out of you. Right. And so he talks about that, and then he says, uh, he, he, he poses the question um, whether such an imagined entity might actually become real if it is driven by the belief of enough people. Um, and so he says, then I thought to myself, what a situation, right, for spontaneous expression of magic. The will, in this case, is the belief, especially among those who were brave or foolish enough to try the ritual itself. The method by which uh, the necessarily the necessary reality shift would be accomplished is the fear, the story, and the imagined entity produced. So we can create something like Mary just by collective force of will. If not just childhood legends, why not gods and goddesses as well? Are they just expressions of enough collective reality shifts? Um, and this is an idea that's mentioned a few times. Um, Supernatural actually did an episode about this. I can't remember what it's called. But just the idea that if enough people believe in it, something will occur. Isn't there like like a Santa Claus movie or something about this too? Some children's movie <laughs> where like everybody needs to believe in a thing or he stops to exist. That's, Brendan, are you... Uh, that's fairies. Yeah, that's fairies. <laughs> Okay. Tinkerbell dies. And, uh, I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. Come on, children. Yeah. Say it with me. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and Peter Pan. Bringing... They, and then, and then yeah, Tinkerbell they, comes they back. Because you have to she dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. It's also kind of um, like in Ghostbusters 2 when they animate the Statue of Liberty. Um, what? Went to, uh, <laughs> to uh, like, raise the... Um, general uh, morale of of new york and and make all the bad goo go away with all the happy feelings okay it's been a while since i've seen ghostbusters 2 if we're gonna be yeah, honest I've, this this is I've what happens don't sequel. worry folks okay. i know that didn't sound like a great description but that is verbatim what happens in the film um there's a lot of ideas of these things exist just because people believe in them um it's it's a it's an idea of energy basically, um, and that we made things. Um, so that's what he's talking about, um, also specifically with, with the, the magic. Um, so, so basically, he's, he's mulling this over, right? Bloody Mary, collective force, can we make something appear just by all believing in it and adding to it? Mm -hmm. And then that is the same evening that he posts his, uh, his account of the BE case. Oh, okay. Back in 1998. Correct. Or the the dates are muddy. Okay, I can't get them to back, online. Kneeling. Back when um, Mortal Kombat was in theaters. Yeah, yeah, there was a. Again, I could not get the dates to align, and I just did not have enough time to try to. That's fine. Reference that. Yeah, they don't quite match up. Like Bethel says, this happened to him in 1996, but then he posted it on 1998. But then this person is saying that it was posted to this board in 1997. 
So yeah, I mean, it's real hard to get these facts to line up in, right. in these theories, and right. I, I have this problem all the time too in, in research. Like, the f- <laughs> just stuff doesn't really fit together well. And uh, like, okay, uh, yeah, I would like to uh, point out that the first Mortal Kombat movie came out in 1995, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out in 1997. <laughs> oh, okay, pretty good so, turnaround there. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe so you know, one of those putting some times there. It's 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 right. around 1995 to 1998, around those times. Right, close enough. Yeah, who, yeah. And and who cares? And movies stayed, um, movies stayed in theaters longer than than they do nowadays. So, um, yeah, you know, it might have been so, there for a long time. Who knows? Yeah. So the the conclusion seems to be Bethel posted this as, as an experiment, um, which is, would be great if he did because it worked. Like the internet is full of these BEK stories now, um, and they keep they keep just morphing on each other and spinning off. Like now there's this thing called the the white eyed kids, which is like the black eyed kids except more evil, oh, okay. <laughs> just worse. <laughs> Black you were afraid of the BEKs. Now's the now's the the WEKs. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Wex instead Those of the come in singles. <laughs> oh, they they go in singles. They're they'll come alone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They finally evolved <laughs> to <laughs> not have to have a buddy. Yeah. Evolved beyond the buddy system. <laughs> that is terrifying. Right. Definitely. Just- <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and so you're saying when we started this episode of like you're 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 used to seeing like the in horror movies like people with white eyes yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's the it's that we don't like seeing that because that means someone's eyeball rolled back and something's wrong with their brain um and that's probably why i don't like seeing black eyed well, i was gonna say movies. and so, I, I don't and like so that probably either. we don't like seeing black eyes either because um it it implies something's wrong with the people, right? Yeah, it implies like, they're they're severely ill. Oh yeah, right. Some something's going on. Something's not right up there with the with the when brain. Something is wrong there's, with your There's eyes, some chemicals. It's not a good thing. Right. I mean, if you're punched in the eye, it's you know, still not, it's a, good still not a good thing. It's not a good thing. <laughs> but I don't think there's some some business happening in your brain that De- should not be happening. Depends on how hard you got punched sure <laughs> yep but yeah so like um like our, our our pupils will dilate when like we're we're high on certain types of drugs mm-hmm. when, we're, when we're experiencing certain emotions so i think it's just some kind of instinct of like this is not normal and i don't quite understand what's going on you know it's it's the idea of something is masquerading as what i am but it yeah. is not me. Yeah. There's something wrong with it. Right. And that's going back to that Uncanny Valley thing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's why we're more disturbed by things that are humanoid because they're supposed to be us, but they're not. Yeah. This is why some people are really frightened of dolls or mannequins. They Clowns. don't. They don't like it. Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> yeah. Clowns are very scary. 
all these non-human all these <laughs> non-human clowns you know all these what? all these humanoid shapes uh-huh. uh you know sometimes yeah. they can be scary <laughs> you know um in the day i just really again i love the be case because it's just so simple it's just the most simple monster yeah in the world it's, it's just, just some kid. kids with some messed up eyes um like <laughs> but innocence has like always been paired oh, with in horror like know. you know that's it's, why we have it's, like it's incredibly the dolls, cliche clowns yeah. clowns have that innocence and therefore are scary and, right and children i mean children have been used in horror movies all the time I mean, as, <laughs> as like i mean it's yeah. a sixth sense you know the kid who can see dead people it's a oh, kid God. not anyone else yeah right yeah yeah kids are nervous um yeah yeah so that that is about all i have on this episode all right all right okay all about we learned all about the beks and uh i will be um i'll i'll definitely be staring deeply into the eyes of any children that ask me for help from now on definitely great and ensuring they have like the appropriate like pupil iris <laughs> ratio sclera the whole thing all going of on? the parts are there i'll be doing an ophthalmic exam so what are you gonna get that big device out and like look in there what are you gonna do if you see one with black eyes uh well um, you gonna run we've, we've gone over several options you could just walk away um <laughs> you could drive away you could beat them uh, uh you but, can you can also just walk outside you could walk outside. You could leave a contained area, and they'd be like, "Oh right. man, <laughs> right?" Um, Would have gotten away with it too if see, it weren't for see, you if fast you leave a thinking house guy. And there's a vampire. He'd be delighted because right, because the vampire is well. A vampire just wants to kill you right right away, you right? Know? But he's blocked but, by but the these house. These kids want to like implant the radiation in your house and give you cancer slowly. So right, um, yeah, I just don't let him in your house, and you'll be good. Kind of like you, if you see like a rattlesnake, just just walk around it. Um, and yeah. you'll be good. Oh, uh, yeah. That's just a great don't let the kids and don't let rattlesnakes in your house either. If they come knocking on your door or car, if a rattlesnake knocks on your door, don't let it in. <laughs> that's that's advice that's I can lesson. give you because that'll be um, a mess. Then you have to get it out. Yeah. I do. I do wish I was younger a kid so i could just do this for halloween just get oh. some black contacts and well you risk that's it being beaten yeah as one of the by curtis specifically options presented here yeah. and I'm, I'm still keeping all of those options on the table for how to deal with <laughs> with these cryptids or cryptoid if you're Crypt- one of those stop. sorts of people cryptoid <laughs> do you do, is I it learned my is there also some people call them black oid kids Instead of black eyed kids. I'm going to Google this right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, you can find us on social media at MWRCast on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on our website, MulderWasRight.wordpress.com. Leave us a review on iTunes uh, if you like what you're listening to. Um, yeah, you can find us anywhere where you can find uh, podcasts generally. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Anyone wants to say? Can I tell you? Can I tell you the Google results? Yeah, yeah. you can tell me. Yes. So, so Google says, "Did you mean black old kids?" Black, black old. You know those old kids. Black old kids. I'd be real scared of old kids too. 
Is it like, I was going to say Benjamin Button. (laughs) (laughs) Asking you for help. Excuse me. And then, um, and then the first video that was suggested was Trump steals food from black kid. (laughs) I'm sure he does that all the time. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's it. All right, folks. We'll see you later. Wake Wake up, up, (laughs) (laughs) What in the hell happened?